Hey, Boker Tov, today's stop is Daf Tes Zion in Megillah. Yesterday we got down uh, a little bit more than halfway down on the page. If you let's say from the uh, the widest, the wide lines, the second group of wide lines, I guess, the widest lines. Um, what have we just had? That by Yosher Mordechai El Melech. There it says Mordechai returned Shah Melech from Sheshi Sheshav Lasakal Taneso. He went back to complete the fast of three days. Bahaman did Chafal Beso, and Hovim was forced to go home. He was in Avil Bechavirosh mourning and with a covered head, embarrassment. Avil Albito mourning for his daughter who had just killed herself, throwing herself off the roof when she realized she threw the chamber pot on the wrong guy, her father. Bechavirosh al Sheirolo, and what happened to him, the terrible embarrassment, he covered himself up. You know, like the criminals that they cover themselves up, you shouldn't see their face. Vaisapar Hovim was Erosishto. And Haman told Zeresh's wife, and all his and all the people who loved him. And then next pasuk it says, So first they called the ones who loved him. They called him and then they call Chachamim. Chachamim, his wise men. Are there wise men among the goyim? If somebody says something of wisdom, even if he is not Jewish, is called Chacham. What do they tell him? If he's from the seed of the Jews, Mordechai, you're not going to be able to stand against him. If he comes from one of the other tribes, you might be able to overpower him. You might be able to beat him. If he comes from those four tribes, you won't be able to defeat him. Yehuda says that your hand will be on the neck of your enemy, indicating that Yehuda always beats their enemy. So if he's, if he's from the Yehudim, you're in trouble. Enoch, uh, the other three, stir up your might against Ephraim and Menashe because these are powerful people. So he said basically, they told him if, you're, if he's from that seed, that seed is very strong. Menashe says, You won't be able to defeat them, they are very strong. You will certainly fall in front of him. State Nephilos. This is Rabbi Yehuda Bar-Eloi. That's the standard. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda Bar-Eloi is the usual. Uh, when you have Rabbi Yehuda Stam in the mission, that's Rabbi Yehuda Bar-Eloi. Shtei Nephilos Lolovim. Why does it say Kina Folti Palmer? What do you mean two, they'll fall twice? What does that mean? You will fall. fall. Why the double Ashlama? Amulov. They said to Masvals, Umazu. This nation, the Jews, Meshul Afar Meshul Kachavim, is compared to Afar. You know, you know that you're if Kafar Haaretz Zarachayimane. We will have. The Jews will be as as uh, multiplied and as fruitful as the uh, as the number of, the number of Jews will be as kafar like the dust of the earth, and it's also compared to the stars. We're comparing to and Hashem compared us to all of Ram. Go look at all the stars, and uh, we'll be as uh, as many as the stars. Kshen yard and yard and when they go down, they go down to the down to the dirt. Kshen olin olin ad In other words, the Jews have the ability to rise to unbelievable heights, to the highest heights of the stars, and to go down to the lowest depths. While it was going on, and Haman was still dirty from having received the chamber pot on his head, and he went home and he told his family what was going on, and they told him, oh, you're in trouble. The palace stewards um, came uh, from the king, and they rushed but behold, they brought him in a rush, meaning he didn't even get a chance to wash up uh, from the mess. From the dirt that was on him, from the tinner, from the chamber pot that fell on his head, he didn't get a chance to even clean up from there. They rushed him out of there. 
the pasuk goes on. What did uh, Esther say to Achashverosh? My 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 nation and I have been sold. Ki ein hatzar shova because the enemy is not worth the damage to the king. What does that mean? Ki ein hatzar shova benefesh. Amrlo tsar zeh this enemy this adversary ein shova benezik shamalach. Rashi says ein shova. He's not concerned about the damage to the king, right? In other words, he's trying to destroy me. Uh, he was also the one, remember Vayomer Mumuchan in the first parak? Vayomer Mumuchan, uh, the seven, uh, the seven uh, advisors came and Mumuchan, which was Haman, what did he say? Listen, you got to get a new queen. Uh, you got to set a lesson over here to show the men who were in charge. That's what he said. So he says he's not concerned about uh, the damage to the king. Ikni Bevashti, he was angry at Vashti because he had her killed. Now he's going to anger at me. He wants to kill me too. In other words, he's not concerned about the effect on you. He killed your first wife. Now he wants to kill your second wife. What is that lashon? Why didn't just say What's that First, he spoke to her through a translator because they came from different nations. Kivan the Amrlei. Once she told him at a base shul, that she is of royal descent. Miad the Omer Lester Malki spoke directly to her. Once he realized that she was from uh, from um, uh, from from royal from royalty from Shaul Amelach, so he spoke to her directly. But Omer Esther Ish Tsar Oyev Omer Razeh. So we read it as one phrase: as a man who is an enemy, uh, he was an adversary and an enemy, a bad person. Omer Razeh Omer Belazer Malamet Shaisim Machavet Klape Chashverish. She was pointing to Achashverosh, saying, Ish tsar v'oyev, and then she meant to say, and Haman harazeh. But what happened, Ubal Malach v'sota yada klape Haman. She was pointing to him, but she, you know, she, that's what she was saying. You are the Ish tsar v'oyev, but the Malach came and pushed her finger in the direction of Haman so as not to antagonize Achashverosh. But really the truth was that he is, uh, he was uh, Ish uh, tsar v'oyev until that point. And then Haman or Raza was like a separate thing, but the way it turned out is that he said it all about Haman. Vamelch got up in his great anger. Vamelch shoved Megina Sabisan. First he got up in his anger, and he went, and then he came back from the garden of the palace. Makish Makish It compares the Shiva, the returning from the garden to when he first got up. Just like he got up in anger when he heard about what Haman wanted to do. Uh, Shiva Bechemi also came back from the garden in anger. Why did he come back? Why did he come back from the garden in anger? He found some people who were actually Malachim angels, did who appeared as humans. They were uprooting the trees of the garden. What are you, what are you guys doing over here? They said, Haman told us to do it. So he got angry when he first heard Esther's words. Now he got angry when they told him that Haman had commanded to uproot the whole garden. Osla Beisei came home. Haman no fell alamita. Came in and Haman was falling on the bed. What do you mean he was falling on the bed like right now? No fell. What do you mean falling like he's falling right now? Like he's standing up and he's falling. Enough of me, boy. Like he had already fallen on her bed. As if to say he was laying on the bed. What's the lesson of no fell? Amar Belazer. pilu He was standing up, but the malach came and threw him down on top of her. He didn't do it willingly, he did it against his will, but the way he looked to Achshverosh was that he fell down, that he went down on the bed willingly. Omer, vai mi beisa, vai mi bro. The king said, look, 
bad outside, bad inside. Woe, woe in the house, woe outside. Outside the house, you're uprooting my garden. Here inside, the, and, and you're trying to kill the Jews. And inside, you're taking my wife. The king said, You're coming to conquer the queen with me in the house. And Chavona said, what did he say? That the pole, that uh, the, the big pole that uh, Haman had set up for uh, for Mordechai is actually standing in the garden. We can go kill him now. Amr Blazer, Af Chavona Russia, but Russia, Bosa Etzahaya. Chavona was also really a Russia. He was in the same. He was in the same bad uh, plan. Uh, the plan to kill the Jews. He was with them too. He was rushed on his kamatsa. So you know, once once he saw that the uh, plan did not work, miad baruch. He ran away. In other words, once they have a band of people and they saw that one of the guys was caught, the other guys run like the devil. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. We were never part of this anyway. Behind the simon says, "Vayashlech alov." The following of the tree, the taking down of the trees. Yeah. Explains the word the word pagam. Pagam lechloshes. Yeah, it could, it could, make, only, yeah, it could also be, not, yeah, or it could also be not only we're going to kill all the Jews and all this, but also no, that's the push shot. Right, right. The pasuk says that Hashem had uh, threw upon him, had no rachmanis, right? And then they they all ran away. In other words. Once thing bad things happens, they all miyado, they all run away from him, as if to say we weren't part of that. The Hamas and the king's anger was abated. So it could have just said shacha. What's that double chaf there? A double chaf shacha chash. One God, God's anger abated also. He was angry at Haman, etc. And Achashverosh's anger was abated. Right when when the, when all this took place that that uh, and they killed uh, Haman. So. So uh, God, so to speak, his anger was, was assuaged, and so was Achashverosh. Some say, the anger that he had, that Achashverosh had, both for Haman trying to kill Esther, and that he had killed, well, he, took, he, he said that he killed Vashti, that he killed him, but of course God had it was part of the plan. Vashti was being paid for the sins of her, uh, for her uh, ancestry. So now we jump from we jump from uh, the story of Megillah to the story of Yosef and his brothers. Right? He gave when, when after he made peace with his brothers when they visited him in Egypt, like we just learned in the Parshas recently, it says he gave everybody uh, suits, Khalifos Mos, he gave him five. He gave Binyamin uh, five. And again, we learn for uh, for a full for Yosef, Asriel Ben Chaim Michal. Binyamin Nasan Chamesh Khalifos, he gave him five. Why would he give him more? Efshir, Dovrishir, and Starbos, at Tzadik. Yosef, at Tzadik, who suffered from the, um, uh, from the largesse that his father had given him over and above his brothers, the jealousy of his brothers by him receiving the Xonus uh, Passum, etc., by him receiving more. So you saw what that led to. The, the brothers sold him and led down to, to Egypt, Egypt and everything. So uh, something that, that he suffered from showing favoritism, his father showed him, he he'll do the same thing now. He shouldn't have learned the lesson, as he says, right? because of a weight of two cellars of silk, 
Shehosef Yaakov Yosef, that Yaakov gave more to Yosef, from more than his other brothers, the the whole thing happened, the whole, uh, even though it was predicted, of course, in advance, Hashem said it in advance, but the story, the way it happened was, because of that whole story, they came down to Egypt, and that's why we wound up in Egypt, because of this whole thing, he was sold to the Egyptians, and he was a slave, etc., and they had to come down there, <laughs> because of that, because of that little extra favoritism that Yaakov had shown to Yosef. So how could Yosef now have done the same thing? Exactly. Give me more to Binyamin. Amr Binyamin by Yefes, well, you, you see, you're supposed to learn from your parents' mistakes too. Amr Binyamin by Yefes, Remez Ramazlo, he was a hint over here. You're right. He shouldn't have done it based on just showing favoritism. But Remez Ramazlo, and he must have said it also, because otherwise it doesn't really answer the question. He still showed him favoritism. Remez Ramazlo Sha'asubo Lotsus Mimenu that uh, Ben Lotsus Menu that he eventually he will have a descendant, Shayetse Melefneamelch who's gonna go out in front of the king. And as he's gonna have a descendant, Mordechai, he told Binyamin, you're eventually gonna have a descendant Mordechai who is going to walk out in front of the king in these royal garments. Shnamar Mordechai Yatzabalvush Malchus Tchelis Bachur says Rapas goes through the whole thing to show that. So he must have said that to them. This is not, he wasn't giving it to them, I'm giving you more, I like you more. You know, I like you more, we have the same mother, the other brothers are from different mothers. No, he gave it to him to show this hint and that must have been evident there. But everybody else was there and heard it? Not Apparently, that's what I'm saying. They must have heard it. Otherwise, it doesn't answer the question. Answer the question right, right, right. It must have, they must have understood that he was trying to hit, tell them this is what's going on. It's more says only Remez Ramas. It was a hint. If it was only a hint, did they all get the hint? You know, if they didn't get the hint, then the point is still not well, well taken. A Remez doesn't have to be words. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Just the opposite. Usually, it doesn't mean that. Yeah. So if it doesn't mean that, that the other brothers... But well, did the other brothers understand that? Otherwise, we're, otherwise, we're doing the same thing. Of course, of course, he's talking about the, the he's talk, right. He's talking about the the same problem that the that Binyam, maybe they would have attributed also. Like they have the same mother, Binyam and Yosef, the same mother. He's a closer brother, whatever you know. And at this stage, they really, they really believe that Yosef is a didn't didn't kill him. Yeah, but he understands what he understands the plans, the plans of Hashem, the dreams that he had came true. Right, right. Still, why show the favoritism? That's the point. Why show the favoritism? Why, yeah, a lot of time. Why, why show the favoritism? What happened over there? Right, right. Vayipol al sabre binyamin achiv. Comments of our Havale. Pardon? What? Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's also true. That's also true. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's, but that's not, you know. But again, we don't find that that uh, that's we don't find that that was the right. Pardon? What? It's all the bua. Yeah, it's all the bua. Yeah, I'm saying, but he said he he gave him the bracha with. So Rashi doesn't take takes out the gears of Kamat and Sar like Savare sounds like on his necks, plural. Rashi takes out that question because he says many times it does he, it's, he's not Goris that because uh, that's a, that's the way this Pusik speaks many times. Savar could be single or plural. Savare. Anyway, but so he says, what is the point of it though? What's the idea that he fell on his neck? Umrab Alazar. He cried for the two Yosef cried for the two Batamigdash that were going to be destroyed, that were in the Chelek Ben Yaman, the base Migdash himself, Asid and Lecharev. We know that Shiloh is in the Chelek of Yosef, and that's where the Mishkan was, and Ben was crying for Yosef's loss. They each cried for their, for their brother's loss because of their great love for one another. Boss of the was going to be destroyed. So now, 
once we were talking about this is all related. Why? Because we're talking about the fact that uh, that he that Mordechai was dressed in the five garments. That's how we got into you know why is he what, what's the what's the connection to Yosef? Because why did Yosef give uh, Binyamin more garments? Is to indicate that eventually we'll have Mordechai as a descendant who's going to wear the, the royal garments. So he said, what did Yosef say to his brothers? You see who no longer speaking through a translator, right? Uh, Yosef was speaking to them in Lashon HaKodesh, like they originally spoke. Right? Uh, that, um, that the, uh, what I saw that uh, Moshe sent a, a vart about, you know, that originally they all spoke Hebrew, right? Eventually, that, originally that was the only language until Hashem split uh, 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 the Torah Flaga, he split them up and they spoke all the different languages. They couldn't understand one another. But Ashur stayed loyal to Hashem. He wasn't part of that whole plot. And, and he continued speaking Hebrew. And therefore, that's why we call it Lashon Ashuris, which is really Hebrew. Ashuri. Some say it's because it, it was, they were in Ashur and that was the same Lashon Ashuris, but it's really the original. The original Lush, the original Ksav is Ksav Ashur is called because Ashur, like in, in deference to him, because he stayed loyal to Hashem, so it's called after him. In any case, they spoke Hebrew. When we're talking about Ashur as the Ksav, you're right, he's talking about the Ksav, but we're talking here about the Hebrews. He says, like, I'm speaking Hebrew. You see him, Binyamin sees that, uh, that I'm speaking Hebrew. Why did he say, your eyes and Binyamin? Why didn't he just say, you all see that, um, that I'm speaking Hebrew to you, so you know that it's me. Amr Abelazar, Amr Lahem, because first he didn't recognize, remember they didn't recognize him because when they sold him, Yosef was a kid, he didn't have any facial hair yet, now he had a long beard, so they didn't recognize him, right? So he says, look, you know, see it's me, it's Hebrew, Amr Abelazar, Amr Lahem, shame, shame, believe me, Abelian, why did he say, your eyes see and Binyamin sees, just like I can't have any, um, I, I can't have any, um, uh, any residual anger towards Binyamin over the whole story because he wasn't part of it. He wasn't there when I was sold. He was a baby at home. Same thing, I have nothing, I'm not angry at you. Kipi, I'm a daber alechem. Kipi, can we be? Kipi. Like, you see, kipi is, is just kipi. Just like my mouth, the same way I'm speaking, that's the same thing in my heart. I'm not speaking echad belev, echad bepeh. Just like I'm, just, I'm speaking to you out of love and I bear no uh, no bad will towards you. The same thing, that's, in, that's what's in my heart. Ulav of Shalch Kazos. What did he send to his father? Asara Chamorim. Ten donkeys. No semi to Mitzrayim. Carrying all the good of Mitzrayim. Mani to Mitzrayim. Amr B'yam Yafes. Again, B'yam Yafes is the one translating a lot of this. Before we started about B'yam Yafes, because we talked about the Binyamin Ben Yafes, right? We're talking about that he came from Binyamin. That Mordechai came from from Binyamin, but it's here from Binyamin Yafes. Maybe he it was his name, so he chose to he be the one who gave these interpretations. Amr Belazer, Shalach Lo Yain Yashi sent him soul wine Shadas Kenim Nochemenu that uh, puts uh, elders at ease. Uh, good aged wine. He sent them some good aged wine. That's what they had in Mitzrayim. Ba'yochu Gam Echav, and his brothers went by Yipulufanav, and they fell down in front of him. Amr Binyamin by Yafes. Amr Belazer. People say there's a saying that to Allah, a fox, if he's having, if it's, if you can tell he's being successful, like bow down even to the fox, as if to say that you know, even though Yosef uh, was uh, like compared now to a fox, but you know, you see things are going good for him. He's the king or the viceroy, so you should bow down to him. Says more Why are you calling him a fox compared to his brothers? Is he worse than his brothers? By we saw the father when he heard about it and he bowed down on his bed. He bowed down to, so to speak, bowing down to Yosef. 
when he heard that, so you say that it, that a uh, that compared to his father, Yosef was a fox. In other words, his father was a, was his elder and a great tzaddik, Yaakov Avinu. So uh, compared to that, Yosef is considered to be a fox. Omar ben Yom Yefes, Omar Rav Lazar. On that, I'm sorry, that's by Yishachim Shalom Moshe. On that, Rabbi Yom Yefes said that Lazar that Ta'ala bitnei a fox in his time when he successful succulent. By by Nachem Osam and Yosef calmed down his brothers, comforted them. By by Yedavra spoke to their hearts, spoke to their hearts. Omar ben Yom Yefes. He gave him svaras. He gave them things that were accepted, things logic. He said, "Listen, I can I can do no harm to you." Ner is like your neshama, just like the ten of you couldn't extinguish me, you couldn't kill me. How can I how can I extinguish you? In other words, I can I can do you no harm. Don't worry. Back to the Megillah. What are these four things? That we repeat every month of Shabbos. refers to the Torah. Or the light is referring to the Torah. Now we're saying after the Jews were saved now, they had their Torah again because these four things that we're going to talk about now, Haman had tried to, to annul to stop us from learning Torah. Try to get rid of the Yom Tovim. Sason Zumila. Joy refers to the Bris Mila. Bechenu Omer. Pasik says in, in uh, Tilim David Melch said, Sasani Alamar Secha. And here Rash, uh, the Gilion Ashas, or Rikiv Eger, says on the side, first of the, the Rashi in uh, Shabbos, Kuflama, there Rashi explains that Sasan Masecha, there that I rejoice on Masecha. What does it mean, Alim Masecha? Number one, this was the first time that Hashem gave a mitzvah with Vayomer. Rashi says it over here on the right side. Normally, the mitzvah is This is Vayomer Hashem, El Avram. And even though there are other times, Mepharshim say over there, Vayomer, this is the first time that Vayomer was used. Vayomer Shem El Avram, Tishmor, it was said, Yisosani Al Imrasecha, on your ma'ama that you said it. You didn't command it, Vayidabra, like he spoke or he spake. But rather, that he said to him, and what did he say? Why was he joyous? The famous story that David Amelach was in a bathhouse. He couldn't have his tefillin. He couldn't have his. Uh, he couldn't have his uh, Torah with him. He had no 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 dvar mitzvah with him. And he looked down and he saw his mila. He says, "Oh, that'll that'll always be with you. Wherever you go, you always have your mila with you." For that mitzvah, he says, "Oh, here's a mitzvah that I'm carrying around with me." So Sasan El Mosecha is referring to. This the first time that Hashem gave a command with Vayomer, which means Mila. So when the when the Jews had uh, and again, apparently uh, Haman wanted to get rid of the Jews, well, get rid of them, kill them all, and certainly stop the Mila. So they're happy that that was uh, reinstituted again by the car and honor Elut Tefillin. This refers to Mechain Wamer says Ro Kol This is a pasuk Chumish that. Uh, all the nations of the world will see that the name of God is called upon you, Biyormek, and they will be afraid of you. The time Rabbi Lazar Agar what does he say? Elut Filin Shebarosh. That's the film that everybody sees. The film Shayad maybe is under your garment. People don't see it. But the film Shebarosh, everybody sees. And when they see that, they will fear you. That fear brings honor, and that's how you will have honor. So after the Jews were saved, they had Torah and Yantif and uh, Mila and honor. Then it says the ten uh, the Haman, Tolu, base Pasha and Dosan lists them all, Aseres, 
B'nei Haman. Amr Vacha, Dimin Yafu, Avraham Yafu says, Aseris B'nei Haman, Vaseris, Sorach L'Murmur, B'nei Shimachas. You have to say, L'Chachila. Tosa says, L'Chachila, but the Ebed, if you didn't, it's not, uh, you're not, it's not you don't have to repeat it. You're still Yosei, but L'Chachila, you should say all the names of Haman's sons and Vaseris, that puts them all together. Same thing was my time, but why do you say it in one breath? Because they were all killed at the same, their, their, they all, their, their last breath, their neshama went out all at the same second. Similarly, we'll see about the Vay de Vaisasa, Vaisasa, the last Vay, that's Vaisasa. That Vav, Tzarach Lememtcha Biskifa. You have to elongate it, make it long, make the long, Vav very long, right? Kimordia de Libros, like the, like the poles, the boat poles that they used in the Libros River. What is it referring to? That they, when the when the when the when they're near the bank and there's rocks there, the boatmen, the sailors, use like these long poles to, to, to push the boat away. So he says you have to make it real long. You have to make the vav like that. My time. What's the reason? They were all hung up on the same pole. I guess they had it configured in a way. They were all hung up on one pole and and they all died simultaneously. If you ever look at the Shira, the Shira Smosha or Shira Svor, whatever you see the Shira, it's always written with a half brick on top of a brick. What does that mean? Letters on top of a blank space. As if to say that they could put their feet down. In other words, that's, that's, norm, that's the nice way of writing a Shira. Uh, and then the, the, full, the full brick, meaning the white area, the blank space on top, on top of a half brick. Chutzmi Shiraz, except for this Shira, and also the Malchiknon, and the Malchiknon that Yeshua defeated are listed, Shariach Agabi Ariach, they're directly, they're a brick on top of another brick. Well, Levena Agabi Levino, and the blank space on top of the blank space. In other words, it's not written with words on top of blank space, but the words are, the names are on top of the names. My time shall I take Kuma Laplas, and there should be no recovery from their downfall. In other words, if to say they can't put their feet down anywhere, there's no room for them, they're gone. Bayomar Melech Lester, Hamalka. And the king said to Estamalka, Vashushan Abira, Shushan Mira, Hargihad, Hargihudim, they killed, uh, what is it, Chamesh Meosish? What do they say? Right? And they killed all the stuff. And then at the end of the Pasuk, he says, What else would you like done? What else would you like done? The heart of those two things don't, don't go together. Here he's saying the Jews are killing all these people. And then he says, What else would you like? He was first angry. He says, Look what the Jews have done. They've killed all these people. Uh, he right here, there's people laying in the streets. What does that mean? Rashi says, um, He was angry. What else would you want? So what happened was he started to be angry, and then a mouth came and struck him on his face. So how did he react the next day? <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Uh, and when she came before the king, Omar. What do you mean he said? Omar is he said. Omar ima sefer. Omar, why did it say Omar? When she came before the king, it should say, Omrami Boile, she said, What's going on over here? Omra Bilchman, Omra Lo, she told him, Ye Omar Sefer. You should say out loud when they read the Megillah, they can't read it orally, it should, it should, they should read what's written in the book. In other words, it's written in the letter, the, the Megillah, which we're going to see now. You can't read it or you can't say many times we, uh, you know, the, the Valkori knows most of the Megillah by heart already, right? From, from, the, from the singing, etc. No, you got to read it from the uh, Sefer, just like just like you read a Sefer there. Divrei Sholem Emes, words of peace and truth. It needs sirtut. Sirtut means when they, they, they scratch out the lines, they etch the lines in the in the parchment 
just like Amita Shel Torah. Rashi says over here, Kamita Kesefer Torah Atzmo, like the Sefer Torah itself, Sirtet Halachalosh Misinai. Uh, the Gildian Mashas, if you see Rashi says Kesefer Atzmo, he put, points out to Tosas and Menachos, Stafla and Medeis. There he points out that uh, different than than Rashi, because the only thing that really needs Sirtet is a mezuzah, not Sefer Torah and and um, Tefillin. And therefore, he says that uh, he disagrees with Rashi. Where Rashi says it's Kamitzur Shatori. It doesn't mean literally Shatori. It means when well, we read the parshas of the Torah in the mezuzah. Umamar Esther Kiyam. So the Pusik says that divrate um, somos, uh, right? If you look at um, if it, if the, the uh, words in the, in the uh, Megillah, it says divrate somos, divrate somos, vizaka sam, umamar ester. The Sukkim are right next to it. It says divrate somos, and they're crying out, umamar ester. And then it goes, umamar ester kiam. What Esther said, what she wrote in the Megillah, that will be established. Umamar ester ain't divrate somos low. In other words, not only are you supposed to keep the Megillah and keep the rules of Purim, what about the fast? Amr Belchran goes together. Hachikamar. Divri atzomos umamar esterkim. The words of the, <coughs> the words of the fasts and the and what Esther said to do, following the story of the Megillah to read it, uh, they were, were Makayim. Uh, the gives us divri apurim ha'ela. These words of Purim ki morachai udi. Divri apurim ki morachai udi. Mishnah melachashveres. He became the viceroy. And a great man among the Jews, and he was acceptable to most of his brothers. You can never get unanimity. Right? Most of his brothers, except not all of his brothers. Some of the Sanhedrin left him. Not because he instigated Haman and Achashverosh, but rather because he left the Kolel and went to work as the uh, vice president of the country. What happened? Mordechai now became the viceroy. He only saved their lives, right? <laughs> but uh, that's how it is, right? Yeah. You know, they always kick out the guy after he wins the war, right? Um, Rashi says, Lefisha batum He left learning and he went into, uh, went into the government, right? Like, uh, you know, some people say, oh, yeah, all these troubles are coming, I should have stayed in the Kolo. Yeah, you should have. So go back now. Now. Now it's too late. Amr Yosef. Never too late. Amr Yosef. Learning Torah is greater than saving, saving human beings' lives. Originally, when Mordechai, before the story of Purim, was considered a great man, he was listed after four of the great Tamir Chacham of the era. And afterwards, after he uh, saved the Jews, He's listed after five because he stopped learning and now he was busy saving Jews, right? Mikorikziv it says Asher Boim Zerubavel. Who came up from Bub? Who came up from Bubble with Zerubavel? Yeshua, Nehemiah, Sroya, Raalia, and Mordechai Bilshan. So Mordechai was listed after those four: after Yeshua, Nehemiah, Sroya, and Raalia. Ulubasov. This is early on, before Ezra came up. Ulubasov Ksiv Haboim Zerubavel. Yeshua Nechem. Later on, it says, "Who came with with Rebel? Yeshua Nechemi Azaria Raamia." Now he puts on Azaria and then Raamia, uh, then Nachmani and Mordechai Bolshin. He's listed after five, after five. So you see, he was at a lower level. Even when he was in learning Torah, he was at a higher level. When he was just saving Jews, he was at a lower level. Amar Avi Tamatarim says, "But doesn't mean he shouldn't do it." Right? Doesn't mean he shouldn't. Right? Just mean right? Right? You go down a level. Obviously, it's more of every state. Right, right, right. Maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If that was right, right. Correct. Right. Of course, he could, he could argue that um, 
you know, that he instigated the whole thing too. So whatever, maybe he should have stayed in the yeshiva. Not clear. Okay, Omar Rav, the Tamer of Shmuel Bar Masa, God of Talmud Torah, Yosem Binyan Beis Migdash. Learning Torah is even greater than Binyan Beis Migdash. Why? Because we know Ezra Sofer brought them all back up, but he wasn't the first one to come back up there at Israel. While he was learning Torah, he didn't make Aliyah. Shekosman Shebarach Ben Neria, Ezra's Rebbe, Baruch Ben Neria, came as long as he was alive, Lo Yenichu Ezra, Ba'Allah. He didn't leave Bavel and his Rebbe, Baruch Ben Neria, and go up to Bavel. In fact, it's the opposite. Ezra Bavel came up, and others came up. And only later on, uh, when they first had permission, Korosh gave permission, they didn't all come up. Ezra didn't come up later on, after Baruch Ben Neria died. Then he came up. Amar Abba, Amar Av, Yitzvot, Bashmul, Barmarsa. Pardon? They waited till the economy. You got that. Yeah, I'm so far. Shmuel Bar Masa. Yosem Kibravaim. Tamatora. So we see Tamatora is greater than saving saving people. It's greater than Aliyah, right? Or at least even Bin Bin Besamigdash. And it's greater than Kibravaim. Shekolos and Shon. This is the famous Cheshbin here. Shekolos and Shon. Shai Yaakov Avinu. All the years that Yaakov Avinu was in the base Aver learning in the yeshiva, Lo Nana. He wasn't punished for those years. Those when Yaakov, Yaakov was, we'll see Yaakov, uh, because he hadn't been near his father and hadn't been able to perform Kibbutz Aim, we'll see that was for a period of 22 years net. I'm going to call that net, as we'll see. So for those 22 years, he was punished that his own son Yosef would not be Mechabed of uh, to him. That Yosef also departed from him for 22 years. But, but, but really, the truth is that Yaakov was away from his father for more than 22 years. He was really away for 36 years, as we're going to describe now. She, all the years Yaakov Vina was learning in the yeshiva, Lonish, that didn't count. He only counted the years that he was in the base Lavan and he was on the road. That was 22 years. But the years that he was in the yeshiva didn't count against him. Domar a famous line, we have this Rashi brings down this whole cheshman at the end of Toldos, I think it is. Lamanim what, who cares about the years of Yishmael? Who cares how long Yishmael lived? He was a Russia. Why? The reason that, that his age is listed, again, like we said before, the Torah doesn't list that in the year uh, 1948, since creation, Avram was born. This happened, this, this. The Torah doesn't list it that way. The Torah gives us various uh, examples of people's lives, and we figure out from their years what happened. Meaning, Yishmael is listed. Why is Yishmael's age listed, how long he lived? So we should be able to figure out the years of Yaakov. We should be able to compute what Yaakov did at each of his years. How long did Yishmael live? He lived 137 years. Yishmael lived 137 years. That's what his age. Who cares? Why do we have to know 137 years? I'll tell you why. Because from his age, where how old he was when he died, we're going to be able to figure out what Yaakov did at each stage. How so? How old was Yishmael older than Yitzhak? The two sons of Avram, the main sons of Avram. How many years? 14 years. 14 years. Yeah, because why? Our base says, 14 years. It says, Avram ben Shmonim Shana, the Sheshanim. How old was Avram when he took the Mila? Right, but uh, uh, when, not not when he here. Uh, not when he took the meal. When when he was when Yishmael was born. It says Avram ben Shmonim Shana v'Sheshanim v'Ledes Hagar es Yishmael. Pasuk says that Yishmael was that that Avram was eighty six years old when Yishmael, his first son, was born. Eighty six, right? And the Ledes Hagar es Yishmael Avram. Except how old was Avram when Yitzchak was born? A hundred. We all know that she was ninety. He was a hundred, right? Avram ben Meishana be'Vol Lois Yitzchak. But no. So that's clear that 
Ishmael was 14 years older than, uh, than when he got his bris. Yeah. And that was when Avram, he, and Avram, uh, Avram was also 99, 13 years old when he got his bris, right? So, but yeah, but Ishmael was 14 years older than Yitzchak. Now, Pusik says, how old was Yitzchak when he gave birth to the twins, to who? To Esau and Yaakov, right? How was, how was he? 60 years old. Okay, so now when Yitzchak gave birth, when Yitzchak and Rivka gave birth to their twins, including Yaakov, how old was Yishmael? 74. 74. He was 14 years older. Okay. So, Yaakov. How old was Yishmael when Yaakov was born? Shivim Arbi was 74 years old. Okay. How much time, how many years is there from 74 that Yishmael was then? When Yaakov was born at the Bris, I am 74 years old today. How, was, how, how many years is it till he died later on at 137? 63. 137 Take away 74 is 63 years. So 63 years. Kama Faisha, how many years are left from the time that Yaakov was born in Yishmael's life? How many years are left in Yishmael's life from the time Yaakov was born until Yishmael died? Shetin Vitla, 63 years. Vitanya, Hayakavina Ben We have a Brysa that says that Yaakov was also 63 years old, listen carefully, was 63 years old when he got the brachlis when he left his father, right? He was, he, got, he was 60 years old. How do we know that? How do we know? The Pussy doesn't say he was 63, I'll tell you why. Because Uboba Perak makes Yishmael. Because at that time, Yishmael died. Yishmael died. What does that mean? Yishmael died. Bayar Esav saw at that point when, I, when what happened? Yisra gave the brachas to Yaakov instead of Esav. They are Esav Kibarach. He saw it, but look, his father gave the brachas to him. He said, I had enough here. I'm out of here, boys. He went to his uncle, right? Esav went to his uncle Yishmael. Took his first cousin, and it says there, okay, so what does that show us? What does that show us? How do we know that Yaakov was 63 years old when he got the brachas? Because it says Yaakov got the brachas. And Esav got angry, and he went off to his uncle, and he married his first cousin, he married Yishmael's daughter, Machlas Achos Nevayos, the sister of the Vayos. Why are you telling me the sister of the Vayos? Don't I know if, he, if, he was the, if she was the daughter of Yishmael, obviously she was the, she was the sister of, of uh, Yishmael's son, Nevayos. Malamich, I'll tell you why it was mentioned. Malamich, a kitschy Yishmael. Yishmael gave her Kedushin. You know, he, he, he married her off the Arison part. Umais, then he died, B.C. Nevayos Achia, and, and her brother, Nevayos, married her off. Okay, now, now, so what do we need, what do we see from here? If, if Yishmael was 74 when Yaakov was born, Uncle Yishmael was 74, and he died when, he died when uh, Yaakov got the brachas. Well, we know he died 63 years later, because the Pesach says he was 137 when he died. So that means that Yaakov was 63 when he got the brachas. That, that's how we know Yaakov was 63 when he got the brachas. Okay, now, Shesin Vatlas, now, so if Yaakov was 63, listen carefully, Yaakov was 63 when he got the brachas from his father, right? She said, so that's what we used Yishmael's life for. I mean, Yishmael was 137 when he died. He was 74 when Yaakov was born. So we know 63 years, 63 is, 63 years was the time that was the, was the uh, age of Yaakov when he got the brachas, because that's when Yishmael died. Okay, because he couldn't marry off his daughter. He just gave her Arison and then her brother, his son, he had to marry her off. 
So we have 63 years that Yaakov was, was, was uh, age at that time. Var Besar Adamasal Yosef, and for 14 years until Yosef was born. How do we know that? And it was, he went straight to, if he went straight to Lovin's house at 63, when he departed from his father, and he was with Lovin for 14 years, because it says, it says, Pasha says, I worked for you for 14 years, right? And then when Yosef was born, he says, that's it, I'm not working for you anymore for free. I want, I want to get paid. That was at, right after the 14 years. That means he was 14 years in Lovin's house. How old is, Yosef, how old is Yaakov now? We're assuming now, 63, he left his father's house, 14 years until Yosef was born. If we're assuming he was born right at that time, 14 years after he got to Lovin's house. So at this point, Yaakov would be how old? 77. 77, 77 when Yosef is born. Adam Sial, Hashim that's 77. Okay, Yosef was born when Yaakov was 77. Then Yosef was 30 years old when he stood before Paro. That means he was sold at 17 and then he was, went down there and he was in the dungeon and all that. And when he came down to Paro, he was 30, he says he was, he says he was 30 years old. If he was 30 years old, how old would Yaakov be then? 107. 107. Good, 107. Hamei uh, that's 107. Okay, at that point he became the viceroy of Egypt. Then what happened? Seven years of famine and then two more years of of plenty before Yaakov came down, before the whole day, the, the whole hit Galut, before the revelation. So 107 and 9 is how much? 116. And then Sheva, the Seva, seven years of plenty, Vitarte de Kaftan, two years of famine. Hameyev is 116. So 116, but how old was how old was actually Yaakov when he came down the shrine? And Paro said to Yaakov, he didn't say Ben Kamata, he said, Kama Yemei Shnei Chayecha, right? How many years are you alive? Abayomer Yaakov El Paro, Yemei Shnei the years of my traveling, Shloshim Mashana, 130 years. What do you mean 130 years? How could it be 130? We just figured out it should be Mei Abishitzravi. He must have been 116. There's only supposed to have a thing. Yaakov didn't go down to Lovan, didn't get married in the Lovan's house at age 63. At 63, he went to the yeshiva for 14 years. So he was 77 when he started at Lovan. So he pushed everything back. He was 77 when he got to Lovan's house. And how old would he would have been when Yosef was born? Uh, 91. 91, and that goes on. So there's another year, there's more years there, right? It wasn't counted. Rashi takes out the little over here, puts it in Al Shmaminar, Basashana, he didn't count it, did Tanya. He was hidden in Basaver in the Yeshiva 14 years, right? Uh, that's Shana. Uh, Aver Mace, he takes out the Aver Mace, the Bach takes out, but it's the same idea. Aver Mace, after Yaakov went down, after he left the Yeshiva after 14 years and he went down to Lovan and Aram Narayim, two years later, Aver died. Shteshan, he died. Yatsumisham, Aram, so he left there, and then he had, he had, after he had gone out already and been in Aram Narayim two years, then Aver died. Nimsik, Bear, that means it comes out when he stood by the bear, meaning when he came down to Aram Narayim and he was looking for, uh, for a wife, right? Ben Shivan Beshevashan, he was already 77. He wasn't 63. And Rahul was, was pretty young, right? So he was 77 when he was a chassan, you see? Even at age 77, a person could be a chassan, right? Because had how many wives? Uminolan Deloma Anish. How do we know that he wasn't punished for those years? 
Why? The Tanya Nimsa Yosef Shapirish me off of Esther Mishnayim Shana. Yosef had gone away from his father for 22 years. Shana Keshem Shapirish Yaakovina Me'aviv Me'aviv. Yosef was away for 22 years, just like Yaakov been away from his father, right? Now, what do you mean Yaakov away from his father? If Yaakov left his father at age 63, right, and he didn't meet up with his father again until when? Until what age? Uh, 91 because he was born, right? He didn't meet up with him until, until the age of 116, right? 116. So you have 16 and, and what? And 23 is what? Is 30, is, is 30, 16, uh, it's, it's 116, is, uh, is 30, we got to figure out 36. Um, he was six, 116, let's see, uh, no, he was, he, was, uh, he was 130 when he came down to Mitzrayim, right? 130 when Yaakov came down to Mitzrayim. And how old was Yaakov when he left his father? Uh, when he left his father, well, he was really 63, right? But then you have 14 years, it took him to 77. So you have 23 and, and oh no, when he, when, when he, when he, um, when Yaakov, uh, when they came down after the years of plenty, what happened? Yaakov was 30 years old, not Yaakov, Yosef was 30 years old when he came down to Mitzrayim, right? And then we had nine more years to that until his father showed up, right? So how old was, Yo- how old was Yosef, how old was Yaakov? Let's see, let's figure it out again. When Yaakov was, se- he had to make a chart. Yaakov was uh, 77 when he got uh, the brachas, right? Uh, no, Yaakov was 77 when he came to Lavan. And then he was 22 years in Lavan and on the road, right? So that would have been how old? 90, 99, 99, right? And uh, he would be 99 at that point. And then what happened? Um, no, no, I'm, I'm thinking it wrong. I'm mixing up Yaakov with Yosef, right? Wait a second. He was 77 when, he, yeah, when he came down there. And then 22 years, he would have been 99. And it works out, I'm not thinking it out right, it works out that he was Nimsi Yosef, Shapir Shavim Shanakshem Shapir Shakovino Amazon. So like Mars says, but the Yaakov plus Vashisa was really 36 years, because it was 36 years till uh, Yaakov came down to, when Yaakov came down he was 130, then Yosef would have been then, would have been really how far away, would have been, in other words, it was from the, oh, from the age of 63. That's what I'm saying. If you count from the age of 63 till from, if he, when he left his father, it was really away for 36 years till his father came down there, till his father came. He was away for 36 years. Elar Beis, David Beis, the 14 years that he was in the house of Aver, Lo Chashavu did not count. They didn't count. So therefore, how many years was he really away from his father? 22 years. Like Mara says, Sof, 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 Sof. Uh, the base love on Esther Mishnah and Even Yosef wasn't away. We're counting Yosef away from his father and Yaakov away from his father, right? Yaakov, away, Yaakov was away from his father from age 63, right? In other words, what happened? He was, I'm mixing up, Yaakov was away from his father from age 63, right? On, right? So he was away all those years. But Yosef was really only away 20 years. So, so the base love on, uh, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, so, so Yaakov was really only away 20 years. Esm Shonim Havei, El Mishum Destroy Ba'urcha, he was two years on the road, and that's why is it only 20 years? Because he said 14 years he worked for the two wives, right? For Rachel and Leah. And then he worked six years. The Pusik says, in Bracious, the Pusik says so he was 14 years here, and six years he worked here, and then he left. So he was only really working for Lavan 20 years. How is it 22 years? 
that Yosef was that Yosef was away. The answer is he was two years on the road. the He left the and he came to Sukkos. Right, and he was there eighteen months. even He was six months there. there. So it was two years on the road plus twenty years. So Yosef was how long away? Uh, uh, I mean, how how long was um, how long was Yaakov really away? It was really not twenty years. It was twenty-two years. In the same way, Yosef was away from his father. How was Yosef away from his father twenty-two years? Yosef, who got Yaakov, got repaid because Yo- because he was away from his father for twenty-two years. So Yosef was also away. How do we have twenty-two years from Yosef? How old was Yosef when his brother sold him? Seventeen, right? How old was he when he came when he was in front of uh, Paro? 30. Thirty. Thirty. He said I was thirty. That's thirteen years. And then the nine years of seven years of plenty and two, so nine and nine and thirteen is twenty-two. So Yosef was away from his father for twenty-two years. I'm mixing up Yosef and Yaakov. Yaakov was away from his father really thirty-six years, but fourteen of the years that he was in the yeshiva didn't count. I didn't. Did, they didn't count. All this is just to prove how great is learning. How great is learning? The learning doesn't end. How much Megillus for the first We'll start the new parak tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Yeah